What's up? Welcome to the Existential Dog Podcast. Do you know who you are? Do you Are you living your own life? Um, are you trying to meet other people's expectations of who you should be? You know, are you being good enough? Today you're in luck. We're going to talk about how to live authentically. I'm Danny from everybody. Randy, what's up, Randy? Yo, Danny. Have you ever struggled with being authentic? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you know what? This is something that's really important because we... I think as a as a culture, we all get stuck in this this ideal of what our life should be. And I mean, maybe it's good, maybe it's not. But I think a lot of the ancient philosophers would argue you really have to find out what is true to yourself and live that life. And so yeah. it's a it can be a struggle. And I get caught in it all the freaking time because the the cultural narratives of the way you're supposed to live <laughs> are so insidious they sneak up on you you don't realize it until you're in over your head and miserable and depressed and then you're like okay maybe i should take a look at this yeah you know it's funny too i was thinking about it the other day it is like crazy because like living authentically is being who you are but like all of us right we don't choose where we're born and then for the first like you know 20 years of your life you're indoctrinated to believe that certain things are right like you said those ideals like of what the good life is of who you're supposed to be, how you're supposed to act. And so by the time you can actually think for yourself, you got to deal with all this baggage you now have of getting in the way of being yourself. And it's really hard. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, not an easy thing. So hopefully we can help some people maybe sort of work on it. We got a few tips each. I'm going to start. My first one, and this is a hard one, is don't carry obligations that are not your own. I always like in uh, Nietzsche's Desbogs Arathustra, he talks about that. The three metamorphoses of the spirit. And the first one is the camel. And he, the camel as a spirit carries the burden of all these obligations, external obligations on their back. You know, so like, you know, what society tells you you should do, how you should look, expectations, your parents and all these things. And not carrying those obligations is the first step towards authenticity is finding out what matters to you doing things that because you have a reason to do them, not just because you feel like you ought to, because it's some obligation placed on you by external sources. That's very hard. You have to like really, you know, stick up for yourself to do that. And you're going to take a lot of like, you know, people are going to judge you for it as well. So it's a very difficult position to be in, but it is the first step to, you know, getting to your own life. Dude. And people love to put their stuff on you because it's so much like you see parents doing this all the time, how they didn't live up to whatever expectations themselves. (laughs) So they put it on their children, how their children have to be like a doctor or go to this insane college (laughs) or do it or be a lawyer or who knows. Being an Olympic figure skater or something. Yeah. (laughs) Crazy. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, so my first one, how to live authentically is consider if you were to die in six months. What would you do differently with your life? So this one is always like, it's a, it's a very quick realization for me because I consider, okay, if I was to die in six months, there's a lot of stuff that I'm doing right now that probably wouldn't pay off by that time. Or, you know, even if it would, I'm doing it, but it's kind of a waste of my time because if I only have six months, that's 180 days. So like, do I really want to spend time of those 180 days doing this stuff? And so it really quickly helps you cut through all the BS and figure out what's most important to you. Yeah, it is a good one. I like that because, you know, we've heard numerous, I mean, there's so many anecdotal stories of people who find out they have a terminal illness or something and then like reassess their whole life. And and then, you know, in those rare cases where they do beat it, they change a lot of things because they realize they weren't happy before and all. And it's like, 
unfortunately, you know, granted, it's unfortunate they had to get a terminal illness for that to happen. Um, you know, and I think this can be very effective. Just imagining, like, if I was going to die in six months, would I still want to go to this job? Would I still do? Would I still do this daily stuff that I do? And would it be meaningful for me? And you know, it's a hard thing to ask because it's easy when you think you have a lot of time to just keep going through the grind and you know, imagining a day where it's going to be all your free time and you'll be able to do whatever you want. But you know, you're not thinking about the fact that you're wasting your time too. Well, dude, I mean, we all have a terminal illness. We're all going to, it's called <laughs> yeah, life. We're all going life. to die. And generally, like the enjoyment that you can actually get from experiences decreases with age. So putting stuff off until retirement is a very, very poor strategy for actually living. You know, it's funny. We were talking about that before, about how like the, the value of those experiences deteriorates with time. And I was thinking about it. And, you know, it's really a simple thing to realize, too, because it's just your memory, too. Like you have more time to enjoy the memory of it if you do it now than you would if you do it in 20 years. And so like that's so much enjoyment from it. And they say that's where like most of the value from these experiences comes from is actually from thinking back on them, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Was it mine now? I'm Maybe not sure. I did one. Okay. I did one too, I think. Okay. So mine, I'll do two. <laughs> it didn't take on long. On today. I know, right? We have three what is it? Memory care. goes with age? Is that what we were just saying? my second one this one's i think critical but very hard also which is get clear about what you value and this goes with my first one too i think but like this is hard you have to really get clear like what matters to you why what reasons you have for it mattering and how can you live in such a way that those values are realized daily for you you know and i think like you know that means like you know if it's your family if it's, you know, some passion you have, some project, you know, how can you like realize these things daily? Because it's what really matters to you, what you really value, what makes your life worthwhile, right? I mean, really, when we talk about authenticity, we're talking about a meaningful life. And so what gives your life meaning? And that's going to come down ultimately to your values. So figuring those out, you know, journaling can be very helpful in this respect. I think just constantly asking yourself these questions, you know, thinking about, you know, like, is this in line with what I actually think is valuable or right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How can I live a meaningful life? Yeah. yeah. Bingo. That's a good one. Uh, my next one is take a look at your list of stuff that you have to do and ask yourself if, you, because it's probably pretty big uh, and ask yourself if I didn't have to do it, what would I not do? And just cross that stuff off. Cause there's all these things that we think we have to do. And, and, you know, you can convince yourself that you have to, but the the reality of it is you don't have to do anything. I mean, we're all going to die. Humans have been alive for a speck of the lifespan of the universe, and really it's inconsequential, and the world's going to go on just fine after you're gone. So, like, all these things that we think we have to do, we don't actually have to do, but we end up doing a lot of things that we don't want to do because we feel we have to do them. And I'm just speaking from personal experience on this one. I get I get caught in this trap all the time where I think yeah. I have to do this stuff because other people think poorly of me if I don't, or you know, I won't be a good person if I don't if I do that, or all these different things. Like I'll feel guilty and you know, I won't be who knows, whatever it is. So like actually going through your list of stuff that you have to do and figuring out, well, if I didn't have to do it, would I actually do that? And then if it's no, then try not doing it. Yeah. What's the worst that's, that's gonna happen? That's a good one, too. I like that because it is it's really, you know, we do get caught in that trap where we convince ourselves that it's like a requirement, 
when in reality it's not like you know people forget i think i was watching something the other day about like life like you know it was like it was like a documentary on like life but like 200 years ago i was like man it would have been so easy to do anything because like there was no paperwork i mean like there's no computers there's nothing tracking identity people could literally just go to a different time like i'm this person you know <laughs> you didn't have to remember anything no it's crazy yeah. no yeah. passwords to remember no yeah. probably no addresses to remember you're like where do you live that farm over there yeah three <laughs> houses down from that thing you know or whatever yeah. Like, yeah it's yeah. it's interesting and like but we forget that it's still kind of like you can do anything now and like, I think people forget that. And it's so easy to think you have to do these things because that's the only way to like validate yourself or, or be valuable or whatever. And it's like, it's all really lies. So figuring out what you don't want to do is, yeah, it's a good one. I like that. That goes really nicely with my last one, which is use your choice effectively and meaningfully, your yes and no. Because like we talked about this all the time. Like you can do, you can do everything, but you can't, or you can do anything, but you can't do everything. And it's like, you have to say, yes and no and the only way you validate your yes is by saying no to things so like to your point right like figuring out like what you really want and starting to say no to things saying no i don't want to do that that's like not part of who i am you know and i'm gonna do these other things that mean more to me so that's a great one i was i was actually listening to this book four thousand weeks about time management for mortals and uh my favorite part of it was just how he kind of tore apart stephen covey of seven seven habits of highly effective people (laughs) Because in that in that book, he talks about an example of like some professor bringing a bringing a jar in with a bunch of big stones and smaller stones and little stones and then sand. And he's like, he asked all the kids to fill it up and they couldn't do it because they put the sand in first and then the stones and there's just not enough room. And he's like, you see, you need to put in the big stones first and then the little ones and then the gravel and then the sand and then it all fits. And he's like, but that's wrong because in life, there's way too many big stones to fit into this little jar. And that's what happens to us is we end up like what you're saying there was saying yes and saying no. The hardest part is, is that we end up having to say no to stuff that we even want to do. Like stuff that could be kind of important. We still have to say no to it just because there's not enough time of us and to go around. So that can be the tricky thing is finding out what those top five priorities are and then saying no to everything else, even though that everything else is very attractive stuff. Yeah, you know, it's funny. It's like, I was thinking back to like when we were, um, you know, when we first started learning like programming and stuff, like, you know, like we had to, you know, I had to say no to doing a lot of stuff that I would have normally done, like going out and stuff, because it's just, I didn't have time to do it at the time. Like I really wanted this thing. So you have to kind of make that choice. And it's hard. And I think a lot of people struggle with that because they think, like, you know, they want to have the free time and do all these fun things. It's like, well, if that's what you want, then focus on that because that's the thing that matters to you, you know? <laughs> mm hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so my last one is uh, for living authentically is consider if everything paid the same. So you have 24 hours in a day, everything, same exact salary for professions, for hobbies, for anything, all of it. No matter what you do, you're going to get a certain amount every day or over the course of your lifetime or whatever. And that's it. So in that case, what would you do? Because I, I find that that's more aligned with your values than just trying to optimize how much money you make before you die. <laughs> I like that one too, because dude, there's, I, it's so funny because, you know, colleges have gotten so expensive and so many students, I'll ask them what they're doing. And like, they tell me like, you know, well, I'm doing this because I want, you know, this job's going to be a good job. And I'm like, well, the problem with that thinking is 
you've started your major now, you have four years to get your degree. By the time you get out there and a lot of other people are thinking the same thing, chances are it's going to be flooded. You know, it happens all the time where we get these cycles where everybody does the same thing because they think it's going to be a good job and pay well. And it's like, yeah, it's it's good to earn money, but that can't be the only guide because you're going to be unhappy. And chances are everybody else has the same idea too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah there we have it then. All right. So there you have it. Some tips to hopefully help you live authentically. Um, you know, check us out on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Please like, share, subscribe. It helps us out a lot. We'll be back later with another episode, though. But until then, later, Andy. Later, Danny.